from the front lines of the green rush. This is Green Entrepreneur, where business owners talk about how they found success in cannabis and how you can too. So, hey, everybody, welcome to the Green Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Jonathan Small, and I am editor-in-chief of Green Entrepreneur. So, last September, the company Ease, which is California's largest legal cannabis delivery marketplace, decided to rebrand itself. And it was their first brand refresh since 2014. And to do this, they enlisted the help of Born and Bread, which is a San Francisco-based studio that specializes in designing scalable brands. And that company has worked with numerous award-winning cannabis brands in their own portfolio. And to take a deep dive and to talk about the thinking behind this rebrand, we're going to talk to two people very instrumental in this, and that is Sheena Sharavi. Did I pronounce that right, Sheena? Yeah. <laughs> Sheena Sharavi, who is the VP of Marketing at Ease, and Kyle Merwin, who is the co-founder and head of brand strategy at Born and Bread. Welcome to you both. Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks for yeah, having thank us Yeah, thank you, on. Jonathan. So let's... let's Step back here, Sheena. Describe to me. So I live in California. I live in Los Angeles, and I'm very familiar with Ease. You'd have to be like blind not to be aware of Ease. Like there are billboards all over the city about your services. And great, we're doing our jobs. Yeah, you're doing your job. So you're very good at that. So it's obviously the biggest delivery service in California, in Los Angeles. So why did, what was the thinking behind doing a rebrand? Like if you, and some people might think, well, if I don't, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So, but you decided to do a rebrand. So tell me a little bit about that. Absolutely. So it kind of is a commentary on societal evolution about their kind of feelings towards cannabis. So when Ease launched back in 2014, Prop 64 wasn't a thing. It was still medical only. And there was still very, very heavy stigma around cannabis. Uh, Colorado had just gone legal earlier that year. And, you know, it was kind of treated in the media kind of as, as a bit of a joke, like, oh, look, that's so funny that Colorado legalized it. And so ease, it, we fundamentally believe that it is a medicine. It is a wellness tool. And so when we launched, we wanted to really present cannabis as a medicine and as something that didn't have a strong stereotype. So, you know, in the branding, you didn't see any sort of, you know, the blacks, reds, green, kind of the Rastafarian colors. We branded with blue. It looked very clinical. And really, we wanted to be a very approachable brand, you know, and in our website or web app, looked like any other e-commerce site, you know, like looked like Netflix, it looked like Instacart. So we're really trying to be approachable and to everyone and to show that cannabis can be a part of any lifestyle, you know, and then fast forward five years, more and more states have gone legal adult use in California and people have been coming out of their cannabis closets. And so you really started seeing the shift in society has kind of caught up. And so ease really felt like now that we're here at this point in society, we don't necessarily have to be everything to everyone. And we can be really authentic to the product and kind of focus our brand towards one audience and to really strengthen the brand and bring out and kind of realign on our brand purpose. And so what did that mean as far as, so what's the next step? So you have this kind of realization, you're going to do a rebrand, do a 2.0, as you call it. Why did you decide to bring Kyle and his team into the, the picture? 
Well, we knew that we wanted to strengthen the brand. A lot of competition had started. And if you looked at the delivery space, a lot of the brands kind of looked very similar. And so we needed an agency who kind of really had that same growth mindset, had worked with startups before, ideally had wasn't just a cannabis-focused agency, but an agency that had experience within the cannabis industry, as well as other consumer-facing brands. And they just had an incredible portfolio and they are just great people and there is great chemistry. And so we brought in the experts. So Kyle, do you remember those initial discussions? What were, what was sort of your mission and what, what, what did you see when you looked at the brand at first and what did they want you to, to think about? Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, our initial reaction was excitement across the board. As a brand agency, you know, we love working with companies that are either, you know, challenging the status quo, challenging an industry or building a category. And Ease really did build the category of this, of being able to order cannabis be an app-like experience within California. And, um, you know, they really started their journey as a category builder. And we kind of felt like we were meeting them at a point where they needed to go back in and disrupt the category that they had built. So we were really excited to, you know, take all the history, take all the equity that the brands had built, look at how the world um, around them had changed, look at what competition was doing and build on top of that, evolve it back into this, you know, really ownable, brand evolution. So how does that translate into, tell me some of the steps, how does that translate into like, how do you, how does it work? Do you come up with like a mood board or like when somebody wants to, to, yeah, tell me how that works. Yeah, absolutely. So very, very first thing of any brand evolution project or, you know, called a rebrand, uh, is doing a lot of listening, listening to the company, listening to the, you know, the people at ease, the team members at ease that are working every day, very close to the customers doing a lot of listening and talking to the customers themselves, surveys, research, looking into data. Um, and ultimately what you know myself and the strategy team are doing are looking for insights that we can start to build a unique point of view or position around. And as we you know, you know, dove into these insights, talked to customers, looked at the competition, um, looked at you know, category trends both within cannabis and outside of, of cannabis, we started to, you know, um, identify some ideas or lanes to play in. And um, we surfaced these to ease, right? Everything from showing them what, you know, a really bold uh, positioning, you know, rooted in a certain insight might be to maybe one that was, um, you know, maybe a little safer. And ultimately from there, we, you know, defined our, our position. And then like you suggested, got into the visual phase, right? So that's where, you know, the rest of our team comes in that's composed of designers, illustrators, animators, right? Start to show some different mood boards and talk about how what we're doing from a visual and verbal standpoint supports the position that we, you know, ultimately, ultimately carved out. So Sheena, were there any kind of like false starts? Like, did you, um, you say, oh, that doesn't quite work. Like, did they just send you like a billion ideas and you guys kind of signed off on what you liked and what you didn't like? So one thing that, you know, and to back up a little bit as well, just in the marketing industry in general, you know, you had over the past, I'd say 15 or 20 years, performance marketing really started growing. And so you have a lot of these, you know, big, big CPG brands who are really brand marketers who, you know, used all of the traditional advertising avenues, the TV commercials, billboards, kind of being disrupted by smaller, scrappier startups who, you know, were leveraging digital marketing, things that were much more trackable. And so again, a company born out of Silicon Valley, we were very growth-minded. All of our, you know, CEOs were always growth-minded and really wanted to make sure you could quantify absolutely everything. And so as part of kind of 
my internal education of the importance of brand to the executive team. One of the things that we also really liked about Born and Bread is that they understood that before the creative comes the strategy. And I think that's really when they won over our CEO as well was coming in. We did, you know, I think it was a day long accelerator and it really uncovered a lot of holes. They put together an internal survey for us, you know, and what it showed us was even internally as a company, we weren't sure who our customer was. We weren't totally sure, you know, what our purpose was. And so from there, they also, you know, we have, we sit on a lot of proprietary data about the customer, different trends, industry trends over the past six years now. And so they were just really thoughtful and thorough. And I would say there weren't really any false starts. Like in the beginning, it was, I would say they'd get there like 90% there. And then after that first meeting, they would tweak it. And then their second set of revisions, we were there, we were spot on. And again, that started with like, what kind of direction, what, what do you want to be known for in the consumer's mind? So again, that was like part of the strategy. What do you want your purpose to be? What are your values? Yada, yada, yada. And then it was the mood boards and the creative and then we went from there. So what what did you come up with? Like who was your who was the customer? Sure. The customer now again, the cannabis consumer is everyone, really, all walks of life. But who when we looked at our platform and saw who, you know, was the most kind of frequent purchaser and user and tenured consumer, it was really that 25 to 39 year old daily vapor and smoker of cannabis. And so we're like, okay, how do we be authentic and speak to that consumer without alienating any other sort of consumer? We'll be right back. But first, a message from our sponsor, Belay. So what would you do with an extra 15 hours every week to get stuff done? Well, that's where Belay comes into play. Belay is an innovative staffing solution which offers virtual assistants, bookkeepers, and social media strategists for growing organizations. Man, I could use Belay. You can reclaim 15 hours every week by just delegating five tasks. Like for example, somebody answer your emails, somebody do scheduling, book your travel, plan meetings, do expense reporting. Belay does all of that stuff for you. They have successfully matched thousands of businesses with part-time virtual assistants, bookkeepers, and social media strategists. To work with Belay to help you accomplish more and juggle a lot less, go to belaysolutions.com backslash green. That's belaysolutions.com backslash green today. Don't delay. I'm looking at something now that was sent to me that's kind of like I see a guy in a turtleneck kind of like a fun, happy guy. Could be a girl too, actually. I don't know. No, it's a guy because there's a mustache. Or you know what? I, I don't want to, I don't want it. It could be non-binary, so I don't want to go there. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like there's a young person, there's a picture of a rubber duckies with bubbles. So tell me about what I'm looking at here. Like what, what are these images? Totally. So what you're looking at is ultimately what became the visual identity for ease, right? All the things that we can see and associate when we look at the brand. And, you know, to get back to your question about, you know, mood boards and false starts and many directions, that was all built on a really focused insight. And that insight was ease doesn't need to choose between being a cannabis company or a tech company which had really kind of been um, something that had been talked a lot and within the company debated, right? Are we tech? Are we cannabis? 
And ultimately what we you know, discover through the research process and strategy process is we really are both. And that's what makes us unique. And so it became, you know, the creative team, brand building team's job to show what a cannabis tech company in, you know, 2020 and beyond looks and feels like, right? And that truly is something new. Ease, their original visual identity, the white, the blue, really spoke to the, the visual cues of a tech company, maybe closer to a bank or a, uh, or a, a wellness brand than necessarily a company who's primary consumers are vapors, you know, daily vapors and smokers of cannabis who are, you know, consuming a certain type of media, interacting with other types of brands, right? So ultimately went through a lot of, you know, exploration and the, you know, very, um, you know, exciting combination of, you know, the rubber duckies and the playful astronauts and the, you know, lifestyle photography. You cave art, like somebody seems to be smoking a blunt that's cave art, right? Exactly. You got the cave art blunt, you've got the pixel art of tacos and and cannabis leaves, all of that is meant to be an ode and, and a new take on what a cannabis tech company looks like, right? Because that's ultimately what Ease is. That's why their customers love, you know, love the platform. It's, uh, you know, feels a little bit maybe like a food delivery app they're familiar with, but it's delivering them a product that has so much, you know, heritage and history and excitement around it. So ultimately where the visual direction went was just a reflection of that, you know, of that insight. And so for those listening, I'm going to put up a picture of what we're talking about on the Green Entrepreneur website. It will go along with this podcast so you can you can see what we're what we're looking at. You can follow along at home. So where does this all these different images and all these different colorful things, how how does it live like in the ecosystem of ease? Where do, are these billboards? Are these going to be commercials? Like where people see these images on your website, et cetera? everywhere really we launched with a out of home billboard campaign and then we translated most of those billboards into all of our digital advertising our social media our instagram accounts all pull from those same toolbox of assets and then we actually born and bred made an incredible man- manifesto video for us that really just introduced the brand it's one of my absolute favorite videos <laughs> and so as we kind of foray into commercials and as networks open up to allow commercials for THC based companies, the inspiration really is there. And I think some of our, just to speak to um, elaborate more on kind of what Kyle was saying on the insight, one of our favorite, at least one of my personal favorite steps along the process was picking our personality and our character archetype. And we basically landed, you're supposed to kind of have one character archetype, whether it's the hero, the magician, the caretaker, you know, you have all of the different, maybe I should let Kyle explain what character archetypes were, but basically where we landed was we couldn't decide between are we the rebel or are we the wizard? The rebel being really the the pusher of the status quo and the wizard being that brings you that sense of magic. And so, you know, internally we created a rebel wizard award (laughs) (laughs) for different teams. And so we had a lot of fun with that. And then the big idea that they really, that kind of culminated after all of the strategy sessions was that ease, we are the weed nerd, you know, and that again, speaks to what Kyle was talking about of um, we were a tech company and then early 2019, we pivoted and vertically integrated and then became a cannabis company. And there was always just this back and forth of where do we take our brand? And 
this concept of the weed nerds just perfectly captured it all. I mean, we sit on all of this data. We know our stuff. We only have the highest quality of products on our menu. Before there were cannabis regulations, we held ourselves to the highest regulation. So, you know, we wouldn't have to backtrack. Uh, We have such an incredible legal team that guides us. And again, even when we launched like a CBD uh, business, when there weren't, you know, federal uh, rules around CBD testing, we picked kind of the highest, the most rigorous CBD testing standards just on our own. So the Weed Nerds, I think, was this perfect um, culmination of who we are. And so all of those assets you see, there is that like 90s gamer vibe. It's kind of that nerdy vibe, but then like the copy just has that, those cannabis references that any consumer would. Right. How has your consumer responded? So you you launched this kind of new look in September. Have you had to pivot at all? Have you had to kind of shift at all? Or has it been a kind of a smooth release? Like, have you gotten any feedback from your consumers? They love it. I mean, I think we made the front page of Reddit like soon after with our... Oh, um, that's cool. With what? What did they say? It was with our astronaut billboard, which is the one I think also won won the Clio. It's just... the Oh, cool. We'll put that on our website as well so people can check it out. Yeah. It's just really, really clever copy. And they use like those rubber duckies. They kind of look high. You look at their eyes. So there's very, very subtle references to cannabis. Again, like the the cave painting you know it's it's the stoned age and there <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was um we have a little we had you know made a little slide in our case study for it that had a lot of the reactions but the cannabis community online on Instagram on Reddit came out you know we're saying is this the best build, you know best cannabis billboard of all time or you know Ease's marketing team you know did it again and um, it was just really great to see that reaction and see that you know the the billboards and the campaign that we put forward was entertaining and, and true to people. You know, it made them smile, made them laugh, made them think of ease in the way that um, we wanted them to be perceived and just felt like a refreshing breath of cannabis marketing where you know, a lot of stuff needed to feel very like sterile or maybe a little bit inauthentic to the, you know, to the consumer. Yeah. And I'll say like kind of the the older consumer or the the newer consumer and the older audience who maybe didn't understand a lot of the copy still really appreciated. They're like, okay, well, I might not understand the copy, but it's so colorful. And like the images are beautiful. So it didn't, it didn't put anybody off. And that was exactly what we were going for. So, well, this is great. What an interesting story. It's always good for other entrepreneurs to hear the behind the story of how, of a, of a rebrand. Thank you both for, for coming on the show to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having us. Awesome. Did we cover everything? I think the one other thing that I think is really important, or at least uh, one of the things that we were trying to figure out what to do uh, or how to approach this is Ease has long cared about social impact or social impact endeavors. Uh, we built out a team a couple of years ago. We we started a cannabis business accelerator back in 2019 called Momentum, which really brings on cannabis minority entrepreneurs and founders who are negatively effect, impacted by the war on drugs and brings them in, gives them a $50,000 grant, has like a 10-week course so they can go through it. And then last year, 2000, I guess, 19 as well, we we started a social equity menu group where again, BIPOC founders who you know were established and had products were now being sold and highlighted on the menu. And so this actually came prior to the George Floyd movement, which ended up being, you know, it was great. We didn't have to scramble. We already had this like huge, we were already really working to it. And as a company, it was really part of our values. And so 
a lot of what we like approached born and bred with too, and kind of why we wanted to reposition and really try to become a brand with purpose was how do we incorporate all of the great things that we're doing and educate consumers on it? Like as part of this brand loyalty, you have all of these different cannabis delivery services you can pick. Like, why would you pick ease? Why do you love ease? Like, and we really wanted to signal that dollars spent through the ease platform are dollars that are going to good. Right. And so in the same way, you know, people are loyal to Patagonia or Tom's, you know, it was like, how do we surface this? And they really helped us think through, you know, like we have this bright and colorful uh, brand, and then we have a kind of social impact more serious. And we have like a color palette for that as well. We have a voice and tone for that as well. And the Weedners just really also lended itself to that, where we can surface up stats and educate consumers of the negative impact of the war on drugs, and then what they can do about it to really also meet the consumer where they are. Like there is this rise of conscious consumerism. And so not only can you buy and purchase from BIPOC founders on our menu, and actually I think it's been about 2.5 million has been sold through that menu uh, group alone over the past year, but also you're supporting upcoming entrepreneurs. And we're actually about to announce the second class of momentum in a week from now. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's good work and and so important. Kyle, did, did that, how did you have to change your approach to accommodate? Cause a lot of it is very kind of like lighthearted and funny, and this is kind of a different tone, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, one of the, the biggest misperceptions around a rebrand would be that it's about like a 180 shift it's about changing everything you're doing as a brand. We try to even stay away from calling it a rebrand at born and bread and we call it an evolution because it's about taking what you're doing it, what you're doing and evolving that forward, bringing that to the surface. So Ease actually, you know, like as Sheena said, was doing so many of these initiatives already. They just weren't really getting credit for it. And there wasn't really, or as much credit for it. And there wasn't really a system in place to surface that regularly to the consumer within the brand system. So from a visual standpoint, we just made sure that if we were talking about any subject that needed to have more seriousness with it, there was a visual system in place, but also in our, in our overall messaging and overall positioning of the brands, um, wanted to bring in some of that some of that attention you know, to the consumer, to society, to the forefront, right? So we saw a shift from the tagline being enjoy the moment, right? To highly calculated delivery. And the idea there is that highly calculated delivery speaks to Ease's obsession with breaking the status quo at a consumer level, at a societal level, with what they do for trust and safety. It really allows us to speak about you know, many different facets of the brand that are important on a really quick way. So um, those are some of the ways that we made sure that the new brand would tell that story in a cohesive manner. Yeah. They really created a very flexible system. So, you know, when we, when we launched the new campaign, it was really fun, but what it's allowed for us to like evolve is there really is a space to be on brand and to make sure we're uh, sharing that message and, you know, our, our brand value of just, you know, high standards and best value and making sure that consumers understand that and standard as we define it internally, again, it's like high standards on the product, but also on our um, on our social impact um, and the partners that we work with. Well, Sheena Sharavi and Kyle Merwin, thank you so much for joining the podcast and sharing this with us. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye, thank Jonathan. you. Thank you for listening to the Green Entrepreneur Podcast. To find out more about Green Entrepreneur, you can go to greenentrepreneur.com or check out our magazine on newsstands everywhere. Check out our Instagram at Green Entrepreneur 
We're also on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and all other social media feeds. If you like this podcast and you'd like to hear more from me, Jonathan Small, check out my other podcast, Right About Now. That's W-R-I-T-E, to get some in-depth interviews into the lives and stories of successful writers, how they got there, what they learned, and what you need to succeed. That's rightaboutnowmedia.com. Until next episode, we'll THC you later.